Welcome to the Mama of Both Worlds podcast, the podcast for mamas in business who are looking to find success in a world where motherhood and business collide. I'm your host, Jasenia, wife, homeschooling mama to three beautiful boys, vanilla chai tea lover, and business mentor to mamas in business. I quit my nine to five job and started my own business seven years ago, and I haven't looked back. Now, I teach mamas how to advance their businesses so they could advance their families. It's possible to be an exceptional mama and a successful business owner at the same time. With each episode, you'll walk away feeling confident about what your next move is. So what do you say, mama? You in? Let's start the show. Welcome back to another episode of the Mama of Both Worlds podcast. Okay, first and foremost, I have to apologize in advance for my voice. At the time of recording this, I am a little bit under the weather. I'm actually recovering from a cold, a head cold, sinus cold, whatever you want to call it. And the congestion part of it just will not go away. But I did not want to miss out on getting you this episode because I think it's such an important topic to cover. So you're just going to have to bear with my voice and hopefully by next week, I'll be back to normal. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. But let's dive into today's topic. I want to talk about our thoughts. I want to talk about our thoughts today. I am the first person that will tell you that strategy is important. Strategy is my jam. It is what lights me up. I love implementing strategy. I love planning strategy. I love strategizing with my clients. That being said, I will not start strategizing until we've uncovered the mindset blocks, until we've done the mindset work, because no amount of strategy matters if your mindset is not in the right place. The energy that backs the strategy is I was going to say equally important, but it's probably more important than the strategy. Strategy without mindset just doesn't work. So I want to talk today about three flawed thoughts that are keeping you from hitting your goals. Maybe you feel like your strategy is on point, but these thoughts, these flawed thoughts that you might be having, maybe you're having one of them. Maybe you're having three of them, all three of them. Maybe at some point you've had them. Maybe you don't even realize that you're having them or that they are what's keeping you from reaching your goals. So I want to uncover them. I want to talk about them and I want to talk about how you can overcome them. All right, let's jump into number one. The first thought, the first flawed thought that is keeping you from hitting your goal is this idea, is this thought that you don't need to know the how. Have you ever heard this phrase before? You don't need to know the how to get started. Or they say, you don't need to know how you're going to get there. You just have to know where there is. It sounds really pretty, doesn't it? It's like really motivating, super insightful. And at first it sounds a little bit like that, that saying that everyone says, start before you're ready. But I would like to argue that they don't mean the same thing. See, to me, start before you're ready means you're never going to feel good enough, but you should start. 
It means you're waiting to start until you feel confident. But the fact is that you won't build confidence until you take action. It means if not now, then when? But the phrase, you don't need to know how you're going to get there. You just have to know where there is. It's just setting you up to fail. That's like knowing that you want to take a road trip from California to Florida and hopping in the car and just driving. I mean, you're going to get somewhere and you might even eventually end up in Florida, but it's most definitely going to take you longer and just be a harder trip altogether. So while I support starting before you're ready, I do think you need to know the how if you actually want to reach your goal. You don't need to know all of the how. Honestly, you won't even know all of the how that you're going to need to know right at the beginning. But there is somehow, somehow (laughs) that you absolutely must know. And there's somehow that you should want to know if you want to succeed. That bonus how, if you may. The absolute components that you need to know of the how are you have to know who it is you're going to help. Who is your target audience, right? You got to know that. You have to know the problem you're going to solve. What is your ideal client struggling with that you can help them fix, that you can help them overcome? And you need to know how it is that you can solve their problem. Is it through one-on-one coaching? Is it a course? Is it a done-for-you service, et cetera? Those are the components that you need to know as it pertains to the how, right? How you're going to start your business, how you're going to scale your business, how you're going to achieve your goals. Those are the absolute components, right? There's also some bonus components I want to talk about. These are taking it to the next level. If you want to take it a step further, then you're also going to want to know why you want to help the type of person you've chosen as your ideal client. You're also going to want to know why this person needs your help, the root cause of why she's having the problem that you're trying to solve. You're going to want to be clear on what the desired transformation is that she's looking for and how that lines up with the transformation that you can guarantee. And finally, you're going to want to know how it is that you can get her to the desired transformation. There's no guesswork allowed when it comes to your process. So these are those bonus components. This is digging an extra layer, knowing how you're going to achieve your goal by knowing these extra components. Here's the bottom line. The more you know about the how, the farther you'll get faster. So the next time someone tells you that you don't need to know the how, do me a favor and tell them that while that might be true, you'd rather know the how because you don't have time to waste. Let's jump into the second flawed thought that is keeping you from reaching your goals. It's the idea that raising your prices is the answer to reaching your income goal. Can I say that again? It's this idea that raising your prices is the answer to reaching your income goal. So let's Let's use an example here. If you have a goal to make $5,000 a month, for ease of this example, and because I am not a math whiz, let's say that your offer is $1,000. So whatever you're selling, a course, one-on-one coaching, a service, a group program, whatever it is, the investment is $1,000. So that means 
you'll need to sign five clients to reach your monthly income goal of $5,000. But you haven't been able to sign five clients, so you aren't reaching your $5,000 goal. Honestly, you're not able to sign one client at this price point. But for one reason or another, a reason that I can't comprehend, there's this idea out there that if you increase your pricing, so instead of selling it for $1,000, you sell your offer for $2,500, which would then only require you to sign two clients a month, well, then you'll be able to reach your $5,000 goal. It's settled. If I increase my prices, I will reach my target goal quicker, faster, easier. It's done. In what world does it sound easier to sell a $2,500 offer if you aren't having any luck selling a $1,000 offer? Listen closely. The solution to your income problem isn't increasing your prices. It's increasing your confidence. The confidence that is required of you to sell. How can we build that confidence? Okay, it starts with getting confident in the thing you are selling. It's easy to sell something that you understand and fully believe in. But what happens when you don't have that confidence? So this often happens when we first begin selling our offer, whether it's coaching or virtual assistance services or a done-for-you service, whatever the offer is, we're hopeful that we can get the job done. But truth be told, our faith in ourselves is a bit shaky. And a big reason for this is because we probably haven't done this for others, at least in a paid capacity before, right? We haven't charged for the work that we're doing. And so we get in our heads and we doubt ourselves and we start looking for evidence that this isn't going to work instead of looking for all of the reasons that it will. How can we address these concerns? We can make sure that we have an outline of the process that we use to get our clients from A to Z. If you have a firm grasp of how it is that you do what you do, you can explain that to your ideal client so that she understands what she's investing in. You've heard me say this before, and I'm sure you'll hear me say it again. People buy what they understand and what they trust. So when you're selling, you need to convey that understanding and that trust. If you can do that, you can sell anything you set out to sell. I'm I'm not even kidding. So if you want to hit your monthly income goals, you've got to get good at selling. And that starts with learning how to sell your $100 offer so that one day you'll be able to sell your $2,500 offer. When you raise your prices before you've increased your confidence, you're setting yourself up for failure. You've got to sell yourself on your offer before you can sell someone else on it. There's going to be a time for increasing your prices. And I'll tell you this. It's not when you aren't hitting your income goals. It's once you're consistently hitting your income goal and you're now ready to hit the next income goal. Got it? Good. All right, the last flawed thought I wanna talk about is the thought that others are already doing what you want to do. And here's the problem with that. You are overlooking your natural strengths. So here's why this thought is garbage. Because it's not true. There's no one out there doing what you do the way you do it. Even if you think that's true, it's just not. There is no one who can do it just like you. They can't bring the same things to the table. They don't have the same experience. They don't have the same stories. 
they don't have the same motivating factors behind why you do the work you do or why you do it the way you do it. I want you to really think about that. But in the event that you need more, I want to share some case studies with you. I have helped a ton of moms uncover their expertise. And what that looks like is helping them see what it is they bring to the table in a way that sets them apart from others in their industry. I help them get very specific about the work they do so that they are attracting the exact kind of person they want to help. When these mamas come to me, they often know the industry they serve and they often know the type of people they serve, but there is a missing link that needs to connect the two. So the first example, I have a client who knew that she wanted to help mamas find balance. These mamas were feeling overworked, overwhelmed, unhappy, and they just, they needed to balance their priorities. Enter my client. She was going to help them do just that. But the more we talked, the more we were able to uncover and understand about the type of client she actually wanted to work with. So when I asked her why this mama was feeling overworked, overwhelmed, and unhappy, she told me it was due to the expectations and pressures that were placed on her during her upbringing and by her culture. Now we're getting somewhere. We figured out that my client didn't want to just help moms in general find balance. She wanted to help moms who were raised with certain expectations and pressures placed upon them by their culture. She wanted to help them release this baggage so that they could step into their authentic selves and be the version of themselves that they always wanted to be. And in doing so, they would find balance. That's a totally different ballgame than wanting to just help moms find balance. Another example, I just had a strategy call with a mama who was feeling disconnected to her business because she felt like she was confusing her audience because of the many topics she liked to talk about. I love when mamas bring me this problem because I know that a fear of niching down is not being able to talk about the many topics you want to talk about. And my job, what I love to do is to show them exactly how they can do that because of niching down. So let's get back to the story. When I asked her who it was she wanted to help, she told me moms who need to help navigating motherhood. Her thought was maybe motherhood wasn't shaping out to be as magical as they had hoped it would be, and they needed to feel empowered on their journey. In our conversation, she mentioned that these moms were feeling this way because they didn't have a built-in community. In other words, their family members, mainly the grandparents, weren't living close by or necessarily available to lend a helping hand and really be active members of that village that we all hear of that it takes to raise children. Okay, that is more specific. So we uncovered that the mamas she really wants to help are moms who feel like they're on this journey solo and they don't have a built-in community that they can rely on to help raise their children. Now the topics that she talks about all have a purpose. So if she wants to talk about travel, she could talk about traveling without an entourage to help you, right? Not traveling with grandparents in tow or aunts and uncles. If she wants to talk about preparing for baby number two, she can talk about the struggle of knowing what to do with your oldest child when you're in the hospital giving birth to baby number two. Now these mamas she is talking to are specific and they know that she is for them. They feel seen, heard, understood, and they trust that she's the right person to help them navigate this journey and go from feeling frustrated, overwhelmed, resentful, 
to feeling empowered, encouraged, and thriving in their journey of motherhood. I hope these examples are making sense to you and that you're able to see how the work that you want to do is important and there's a way to do it so that you stand out from others even more so than you just being you. You and what you do and how you do it are needed. Your story needs to be heard. Your skills need to be shared. You are unique and to tell yourself otherwise is a disservice and one that is absolutely going to keep you from reaching your goals. Okay, if you didn't already know, let me just take a second to tell you and remind you that our thoughts are powerful. It's crazy to think that our thoughts could be responsible for the results we create in our business. But when you think about it, each of the thoughts we just covered today are thoughts that stunt growth rather than inspire it. Thinking that you don't have to learn or to invest or to know how to do the thing you want to do is keeping you small. This thought that you don't need to know how can only get you so far. But if you want to scale, if you want to replace your nine to five income, if you want your husband to be able to quit his job and do what he loves, then you've got to have a strategy behind your actions. Thinking that the solution to your income problem can be easily fixed by raising your prices is flawed and is keeping your income small. And it's because you aren't addressing the real problem that you aren't confident when it comes to selling. And lastly, thinking that others are already doing the thing you want to do, therefore there's no room for you, is preventing you from taking action from putting yourself out there and from showing up for your business. This is why in Mama's Next Move, we are going to be focusing on building your confidence as it relates to selling your offer and the strategy to back that confidence. How are we going to do that? I wanted to spend a minute to explain to you how it is that we're going to be uncovering all of this in Mama's Next Move. First, we'll work on uncovering your expertise. We do that by digging deep into developing who it is you help and how it is you help them, like the case studies I shared earlier in the episode. Filling in the gaps that you didn't even realize existed. Committing to a transformation you can guide your clients to and creating a framework that explains how you get them to that transformation. Second, we'll work on honing your message so that you are talking directly to the person who needs your help. And not just the person who needs your help, but the person who's ready to invest in the help you provide. And lastly, we'll create a client experience that starts with hello and ends with them purchasing your signature offer. This includes your free content, your freebies, developing a signature offer that they not only need, but want. And all of this work will prepare you to develop a sales plan that is rooted in confidence and ease. And now you'll be ready to sell with confidence. I am pumped for the mamas who have already jumped into Mama's Next Move. The next six months are going to be so impactful for their business growth. The confidence boost that they are going to walk away with and the strategy and how to scale their business to the next level are going to put these flawed thoughts to bed for good. Enrollment for Mama's Next Move is open for 48 more hours at the time of this recording. If you are ready to uncover what it is that sets you apart from others in your industry and become a sought after expert and sell with confidence and ease, then mama's next move is your next move. 
If you want more information, or if you're just ready to sign up and make CEO type moves, you can go to www.mamasnextmove.com and learn more or enroll right now. At the very least, I want you to commit to doing what's needed to work around these flawed thoughts. So commit to learning the how to get you to the next level. Pick one area and go all in on it. Learn, grow, challenge yourself, learn the how. Commit to growing your confidence so that you can reach your income goals and then increase your prices and reach the next level. And commit to digging deep and figuring out what it is that sets you apart from others in your industry so that you can sell with confidence and ease, mama. All right. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And if you did, remember to subscribe. And if you want to stay updated on all of the awesome things I have going on, head on over to mamasnextmove.com. I'm Jasenia, and I will see you next week.